Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Mosier, your host, coming at you from the mothership in downtown Fargo between... The railroad tracks in St. Mary's Cathedral. Welcome to a wonderful day here. Hear about all this beauty in the introduction. That's wonderful. I'm looking outside the window and seeing a cold rain. And there's beauty in that, though. There is beauty in that. We can find it. But sometimes we have to look a little harder. Beauty in our lives. We're going to talk about a lot about beauty today. A lot of beautiful things going on in our show that we'll get to in just a second. But as always, let us begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gracious and loving God, we ask your Holy Spirit to come down upon us, Lord, in a new and powerful way. Touch our hearts and our minds to the truth of your gospel, to the truth of your life, to the truth of what it means to be not just a fan of Jesus, but a follower of Jesus, and how we can bring this message to a culture in such great need. Lord, renew our lives. Renew us with the Spirit. Bless all our guests today, Lord, that the Spirit may be working through them and touching the hearts of all those who will listen. We put this at the feet of our Blessed Mother and pray for her powerful intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of love and life, pray for us. Mary, Star of the new evangelization, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome again to the show. My name is Tim Moser. We'd like to join Matt Lozano here. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Tim. It's good to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Always a pleasure. Matt, you might be new to some of our listeners. Why don't you tell our guests a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so I'm from the Philadelphia area. I, I am married. I've been married for 22 years. My wife, Jennifer. Uh, we have five children, ages 20 down to four. Uh, wow. Three girls and two boys. And I was a high school teacher for 12 years in public high school. And then I've been 12 years in ministry with Heart of the Father Ministries. And, uh, yeah, I got my master's in education for Villanova and a uh, history degree from James Madison, as well as a theology degree from the Augustine Institute. So that's me. That's wonderful. I appreciate that. You know, just just talk about that the public school stint for a little bit. So that was uh, you said about uh, ten, twelve years ago. You you quit that, right? So you were probably teaching like in the early the two thousand four to two thousand fourteen area or two thousand twelve, two thousand two. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it, interesting. So where were you at when you were teaching? What what uh, what town? Uh, I taught in Stanton, Virginia. Okay. Uh, it was Robert E. Lee High School, mm -hmm. now it's uh, Stanton City High School, and okay. then I moved back to Pennsylvania, and I taught at Southerton High School. Okay. Just and uh, it was really a, a great foundation for me to learn how to communicate. Uh, high school 
conspiracy don't let you get away with anything. So. <laughs> they they can they can smell out inauthenticity all the time, Absolutely. right? Yeah, no, that, yeah. that's so good. They always keep you accountable. Did you see a lot a lot of changes in, in the culture of high school students over those ten years you were there, Matt, teaching? Yes, absolutely. I would say in the beginning years, uh, I mean, my I think it was my first or second year was nine eleven, mm-hmm. okay. um, and so there was a there was definitely like a shift in in students. You you saw kind of like a creeping nihilism, mm-hmm. um, you know, almost like a, a cheerful despair that mm-hmm. kind of came over mm-hmm. kids. But I didn't see early on, and and later in the years, there's just a lot of uh, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety in students, um, and a lot of tragedies. Really, I, I saw a lot of students going through a lot of tragedies. It really softened my heart and filled me with with a lot of compassion. Um, yeah, the, the Lord did a did a work in me uh, just being in their lives. Absolutely. So I'm thinking that was was any of that an impetus uh, to to move out of the education and in, into the ministry? Well, you know, I, I, I loved teaching. I loved being with students. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have uh, a sense of, like, you know, I, I want to get out of here. But I was I was looking in my, my life just to, just to keep moving forward in my career, like with, with uh, I got my principal certificate. And so I was just open to whatever the Lord would have me do you know, kind of to provide a little better for my family. And ministry wasn't really on my radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but through discernment and and people speaking things into my life in prayer, uh, I really became aware that God was calling me to this. So the ministry was started by my parents, part of the Father. Mm. And, um, you know, I just really became aware that God was calling to me, me to this. So I started just being on the prayer teams, and I would give an occasional talk here and there, uh, but I really experienced it as a definite, one of the clearest moments of, of just being a call. And uh, within a year, I was I was full time in ministry. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Matt Lozano uh, with Unbound Ministries uh, from Heart of the Father. You know, Matt, I, I just uh, want to echo and and congratulate you, I guess, or lift this up. You know how you came about this, right? Because it's not out of a um, a fear. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. It's it's prayer. It's discernment. Okay, Lord, my heart's stirring. You know, where is it you want me? You know, and I think that is so key because in this day and age, we're we're so prone to just the quick little knee jerk reaction. Well, I, anything but this, right? You know. Yeah. But I I, yeah. I appreciate your your discernment, your prayer, and I'm sure you did that with your wife and family as well. You know, uh, to become part of that ministry. And what a great thing to have your parents start that. That must be kind of a a great connection there to be working with uh, your parents and what they started. Yeah. So the ministry began when I was in college, which was shortly after my my initial conversion, mm-hmm. and um, they were ministering to people and seeing lives transformed and seeing people set free. And then a couple of years later, I received ministry from my dad, and that was transformational. You know, I was mm-hmm. really set free from from a deception that was such a part of my life and my existence. And, and so um, to see it, to see the power of, of what they were doing uh, was really attractive mm-hmm. to me. I just, you know, 
no idea that it would be what I would be doing. <laughs> right, exactly. Now, this ministry is called Unbound, and I guess our listeners might be saying, okay, well, now what exactly does that mean? Can you give us like the overall, you know, umbrella sure. view mission of Unbound? Yeah, so our mission is to equip the church with Unbound ministry so that everyone can find freedom in the Father's love. So Unbound is a ministry of healing and deliverance. It helps people to break free from the lies, the deceptions, um, the sinful patterns of response to life, idols, you know, anything that holds us back from God. And mm-hmm. we, we teach a very simple and practical model of praying with people to help them break free. And uh, we do that through conferences, we do trainings, we, we establish teams all over the world in parishes, and, and um, you know, we've started hundreds and hundreds of teams to be able to minister to people in their need. And uh, so Unbound is just a, a powerful expression of the gospel. You know, mm. it's the gospel that sets us free. And uh, so we invite people to make responses of faith to the good news in a way that, you know, we see the Holy Spirit just setting hearts free. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one one vivid image that comes to mind, of course, Jesus healed many people. Healing blind is powerful. Healing the lepers is powerful. But I think John 11, for my, you know, Lazarus, right, uh, come out, mm-hmm. you know, unbind yep. him. Uh, boy, that's... Yep. And yep. so that's basic, where our name comes from. <laughs> is it? Okay, wonderful. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's down. great. Yep. So, so basically, any place, any way that a person is feeling bound, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's whatever mm-hmm. it is, Unbound Ministries addresses it. Is that what you're saying, Matt? Absolutely. So Unbound has what we call five keys, Mm -hmm. and the five keys are responses of faith to the gospel that Jesus gave us. So the first key is one most folks are familiar with, which is repentance and faith. Mm -hmm. So turning from sin. But repentance also... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, yep. Oh, uh, repentance is also changing our minds. It's, it's thinking differently about our sin, thinking differently about God. It's allowing God to transform us through the renewal of our minds. Second key is Romans 12, huh? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second key is forgiveness, and that's inviting the power of the gospel to release us from resentment, bitterness, anger, revenge, uh, really inviting the kingdom of God into our hearts through forgiveness. And that's just. That's just huge for all of us. Mm-hmm. The third key is renunciation, which is part of our baptism. Renunciation means I'm done with that. So we renounce anything that doesn't belong to the kingdom of God. Um, and then authority is a word of command. We tell every uh, spirit that has afflicted us, every every uh, you know enemy that we have to go in the name of Jesus. And then the fifth key is the Father's blessing. And the Father's blessing is inviting the voice of God, the Father, to speak to us about who we are, our identity and our destiny. And so when we use these keys together, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I really needed that one key. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with a couple of them, but I haven't used all of them. And we apply them to the story of our life. Uh, We're inviting the Holy Spirit to to help us get out of our, our prison cells. And um, it's just amazing to watch when, when people experience that freedom. Sometimes people feel lighter. They feel like something's been lifted from them. Uh, they experience the ability to, 
to forgive or to repent, and it's just a joy to see. Mm, so true. We're talking to Matt Lozano here of Unbound Ministries. Um, you know, Matt, a couple of things come to mind as you go through those five those five points and five keys. That, that that's so wonderful. Um, the the one that really stuck out to me. They're all good, but that Father's mm-hmm. blessing. You know, as we look at a a, a a society that's becoming more and more fatherless. Right, the idea of fatherhood to so many people is, oh, that guy that that abuses me or left or you know just you know the whole idea of no that this this is a blessing. Your identity as a son or daughter in the father in that family is so key. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm guessing. That's largely, you know, becoming more and more obscured in our society, and that I think is probably one of the keys, one of the sources of this difficulty we're going through. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important that we have compassion for people. When you see people who are so angry right now, mm-hmm. or filled with confusion, um, they're really experiencing original sin, yeah. which is the veiling of the Father. It is the uh, experience of orphanhood. So um, the the message of the gospel is that we've been adopted. The message of the gospel is that you now have a father who loves you, who has always known you, and is always pursuing you. And so to be able to be, communicate that to people uh, really helps them find their footing and find their grounding, apart from it, everything else that they they might be seeking to ground their identity in. The Father's blessing is the ultimate reality, and that's that's what Jesus needed. I mean, even Jesus was blessed by His Father. You are my Son, whom I, I love so much. Um, we want everyone to experience that, and, and that's the message of the Gospel. Yeah, so true. Talk about Matt Lozano, Unbound Ministries. Yes, original sin, as John Paul II famously said, right? Original sin attempts to abolish fatherhood. Right. You cannot trust him. He's holding something back, right? you got to yeah. grab it on your own instead of receiving it from the Father. Wow. And if that doesn't kind of encapsulate some of the big messages in our culture today, I mean, that's that's kind of yeah. where we're at. Wow, that, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Matt, um, you know, I, I, I love this idea of uh, the Unbound Ministry and what, what you're doing um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about a specific event, but tell us how, uh, how you got into events, speaking for events. Um, you know, sharing the message of the, these five keys is, is really the main thing I still do. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, using my teaching experience, you know, I'd be invited with my parents to go to a place like Ghana and mm-hmm. uh, share those messages. And, you know, it's always been my gift is, is teaching. Um, which is actually how the Lord, He really set me free in that area, mm. which is which is interesting, because God wants you to give away the gift that you are. Yeah. Um, but that's just led to more open doors to speak and to write, and uh, it's been, a, been an honor. That's good, that's good. We're talking with Matt Lozano from Unbound Ministries. When we come back after the break, he's going to talk about a specific event he's going to be at. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. 
From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. The birth of the church is described in the account of Pentecost from the book of Acts. And suddenly a sound came from heaven like the rush of a mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire, distributed and resting on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is the same Holy Spirit presence of God that was so thick it barred entrance to the tent of meeting in the desert and overwhelmed Solomon's priests at the inauguration of the first temple. This very same Spirit gave the prophets their message and empowered great miracles. This same Spirit of power breathes through the very fabric of our lives. What will you allow Him to do through you today? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live this morning. My name is Tim Moser coming at you from the downtown studios in Fargo, the mothership between the railroad tracks and the cathedral. Talking with Matt Lozano today here from Unbound Ministries. And Matt, before the break, we were talking about um, some missions you've been on uh, several overseas. Over the break, we were talking about that a little more. But let's just touch on the, the international aspect of all this, how I guess it's a common need, right, from from all humanity is to be unbound and forgiven. And you've experienced that on many, many overseas missions and countries, right? Yeah, so um, we've been all over Eastern Europe, places like Ukraine, Poland, Hungary. Uh, We've established teams wherever we go. So we've also been to Kenya, Tanzania, Ghana, uh, various countries in Africa, and then more recently in places like the U.K., France, uh, Italy. And so we have a growing network of Unbound Ministries that are locally based, uh, that we're all connected to one another. We provide training for those teams, and they're available to minister. So if you ever go to our website, heartofthefather.com, you can find a team near you, or you can request like a Zoom session where you can receive Unbound Ministry. Great, so that, that's that's great because you can, like you said, do a Zoom session as well. We, we've mm-hmm. all become quite accustomed to that over the last few years, <laughs> I guess. So, great. yes, I remember years ago having a the first like Skype session with a guy who was uh, stationed in Afghanistan, and I thought that that was the craziest thing. You know, yeah, here exactly. I am praying for someone in, in Afghanistan. Yeah, isn't that something? And now it's it's commonplace. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. 
Well, let's, let's talk about this event coming up here uh, for the Diocese of Rochester. You will be speaking at that event. Tell us about that, Matt. So it's a conference for the uh, Charismatic Renewal there in Rochester, uh, and I will be sharing a message called Free to Be Holy, and it's the subject of my next book, which is coming out uh, early in 2023 uh, with Word Among Us publisher. And I'll be talking about the topic of holiness and how do we pursue holiness from a place of freedom. You know, a lot of people, when they, when they think of the word holy, they, they either become discouraged <laughs> or uh, nervous <laughs> based on, on their perceptions. And I, I really want people to pursue holiness free from a sense of shame and, and also from uh, a paradigm of pride. You know, a lot of times we're trying to make ourselves holy, mm-hmm. and it's really important that we start with what Jesus has done to make us holy, that it's His body, it's His blood uh, that sets us apart, that cleanses us from sin, and makes us holy. And so I'm going to be inviting people to really enter into a reflection and meditation on what it means to be holy, that they are holy, and then what does a holy lifestyle look like? So true. Talk with Matt Lozano, Unbound Ministries, about the Charismatic Renewal Conference he's going to be talking about. That's this Saturday in, in Rochester, Minnesota. You know, Matt, a couple things come to mind when you talk about uh, the holiness. First of all, what a, what a wonderful uh, uh, topic. And I, I love the title, Free to be Holy. Mm. You know, I, I can't help but think, and I, I've no, I haven't read your book, obviously, but just the idea of freedom, virtue is what comes to mind in my mind, right? Because the way we're truly free is to live a virtuous life, you know, not one where we're covering something up or stuffing things, which I guess in my mind gets back to your unbound ministry. What, what is keeping you from, from being free, right? And yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that all kind of ties into it. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas said, freedom is the ability to choose the good. Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest hindrances to choosing what's good is knowing what's good. Yep. And if we become deceived about the nature of God, for example, um, or our sins or, or our identity, it's going to be very hard to choose the good. Mm-hmm. And so examining and understanding those deceptions in our lives and renouncing them is really an important part of developing virtue. I mean, you can you can uh, grit your teeth and, and you know, white knuckle it all you want, yeah. uh, but if you don't address those areas of thinking and have your mind renewed, um, you're going to be set up for failure time and time again. And so, yeah, freedom is essential to walking in holiness. The other thing is is, is having a vision of a holy God. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the chapters I write about talks about being transformed by gazing at the goodness and the beauty of the Lord, and we do that with the eyes of our hearts in Ephesians 3. Um I, talk, I tell a story about Steve Jobs, um, Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple Computer. He was just this guy who was totally known for being picky, mm-hmm. like nothing, nothing was good enough for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't even have a couch in his living room. He's a billionaire, and he doesn't have a couch, you know, <laughs> wow. because it took six months for him to find the perfect couch, wow. you know. So anytime someone showed him a prototype, he would say, it's garbage. He actually didn't use that word, but... Mm-hmm. You know, keeping <laughs> yeah. it PG. <laughs> right, I hear you. 
so when he's dying of cancer, he's on his deathbed. It says that in his biography, he looked at his wife, and then he looked into the eyes of each one of his children, and then he looked past them, and he said, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Those were his last words. Mm. And it's like, what, what was he gazing at? What did he see that could capture his heart to such an extent that all he could say was, wow? And that repetition of, of uh, three times, we see that in Scripture over and over again. The angels look at the Lord, and they say, holy, holy, holy. It's an expression of wonder. It's an expression of awe. And when we can tap into the greatness and the beauty of God, and we have a vision of who He is, that's going to transform us. And, and one of the examples would be the centurion. Mm-hmm. So the centurion... He looks at Jesus just like everybody else looks at him, but he sees something more. So everybody everybody sees that Jesus can heal, but the centurion sees that Jesus doesn't need to be in the room, you know, right. to heal. And mm-hmm. he, he sees with the eyes of faith, and so uh, the, the word for worship means, means to bend. And so when we see more in Jesus through faith, we bend towards him. And so the centurion says, Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. You know, I see that you're under authority. And Jesus says, he releases an even greater miracle uh, because of the centurion's faith. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what a gaze upon a holy God can do for us. So true. Talked with Matt Lozano, Unbound Ministries. He's going to be speaking at the Charismatic Renewal Conference in Rochester on November 12th from 9 to 4 p.m., Church of St. Francis. You know, a couple things when you talk about that, it's so true, you know, the centurion. And what comes to mind, of course, another aspect, I guess, of this faith, of this healing, of this gaze of Christ is uh, the friends that, that take the crippled man, right, to, to where Jesus is speaking and, and everything's full. And they actually, you know, put him down from the top. And it, Jesus says something interesting about faith there, doesn't he? Yeah. He saw their faith. Yeah, saw their <laughs> faith, right? He saw the faith of the friends, right? So, you know, we see a lot of people who are lost, right? So the idea of your faith can help bring people to Christ and heal them. You don't have to sit there and go, yeah. okay. And I think it ties in perfectly to what you said, Matt, about us having to live up to some standard, right? To make ourselves holy, which we can't do. And so, too, yeah. so too many of us, I think, think of, well... If you get your act together, if you do this, if you do that, then we can talk about being holy. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> that, that kind of has yeah. it backwards, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it really begins with resting in what Jesus has mm-hmm. done. The awareness of, of the all-sufficiency of his righteousness, the all-sufficiency of his body and his blood. You know, to take the attitude of like a St. Therese who says, Lord, your arms are the elevator by which I will reach heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do less. You know, I'm going <laughs> to trust in you and, and throw myself upon your mercy. That's actually the beginning. Yeah. Not, not in a, a, you know, self-improvement project, but in an, a self-abandonment project. Right. Exactly. So, and, oh, go ahead. and the other thing you mentioned, uh, we need the saints. In Ephesians 3, it talks about grasping the height and the width and the breadth and the, the depth of the love of God, but St. Paul says, together with all the saints. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's things that you, Tim, see in God that I don't. Mm-hmm. There are things that our brothers and sisters are gazing upon that, that we need. You know, we don't, we don't, it's not just me and Jesus, but it's all of us together. And 
and each part of the body supplying what we need. Um, so it's important that we, we understand that we're part of a family right. as, we, as we pursue holiness. Right, and that's so true. And then lest we leave people thinking that, well, then we don't, are you not called to be holy? No, Matthew 5, 48, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. But it starts with, like you said, that connection, that relationship with Jesus and the Father that from the inside heals us, gives us grace. And then through that, our lives then bear that fruit, right, because of what God has done and is doing for us. Yeah, I, I compare it to marriage. You know, okay. marriage, uh, when you make a covenant with your spouse, you are given a status as married. You're, you're no longer two but one. You, even on your worst day, you're still going to be married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yet, your covenant implies a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lifestyle that, that your covenant, you know, you said, I love you every day of my life. I will serve you. I will humble myself, you know. And so even though Jesus gives us the status of holy, there's still a lifestyle of holiness that can be displayed or obscured through our lifestyle. And, you know, I, I think of it as a, a huge, imagine a thousand white watt light bulb placed inside of you. But what does your lens look like? Is it scratched? Is it misshapen? You know, and, and Jesus said, let your light shine before others so that we see your good deeds and glorify your Father. And so holiness is all about letting what's inside of us out. Mm, great images there, Matt. Matt, if people want more information again on your ministry, can you tell them again how to get a hold of that? Sure. Our website is heartofthefather.com. And you can find us, Heart of the Father Ministry, on um, all your social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're, we're, we're on all those platforms. Wonderful. That's Matt Lozano from Unbound Ministries. going to be speaking at the Charismatic Renewal Conference, Church of St. Francis, Rochester, Minnesota, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. this Saturday, November 12th. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. No problem. My pleasure. When we come back, Mark Holcraft, Executive Director of RPR. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 